Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. It's now 21 minutes after 5 o'clock. We continue our focus on the city of Tuane, but specifically focusing on what's happening in Hamanskral following that uh, cholera outbreak. So Hamanskral residents have expressed anger over the outbreak of cholera in the area while they still navigate through water woes that have been there for years. 15 people have died and over 100 have presented symptoms of cholera. Water tankers have been sent to the area as government tries to contain the bacterial disease. We are now joined on the line by the City of Twane Mayor, that is Silius Spring. Silius, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Uh, from your observation as well as the reports that you've received, what's the situation like? So, the first important point to make, Audrin, is that we have to find the source of the cholera because until we find the source of the cholera, the situation cannot be contained effectively. Um, we received as the City of Twane a first batch of tests uh, a few hours ago that were done on Saturday on the supply areas uh, at, uh, that receive water from, from the timber purification plant, uh, tests done at schools, reservoirs, uh, fire hydrants, and so forth. And that first batch of tests have indicated that that is not the source of the cholera. It was negative for cholera. It was negative for E. coli. So as much as there are legitimate concerns about the quality of the water, coming downstream from Royval Wastewater Treatment Facility, uh, at present there is no indication. That might change, but I think the important point is that the source of the cholera must still be determined, and speculation before that is done might actually undermine public health efforts to contain the situation. Uh, Sorry, Mayor, so so does that mean that the Temba Water uh, Treatment Plant has been reopened? So the the timber water treatment plant was never shut down. Um, It has in the past been shut down for maintenance and so forth, but uh, that water treatment plant is working. What did happen was we've been making it clear, or the city has made it clear over a number of months, that the water that is produced to that area is not potable. It's not suitable uh, to drink. That's not to say that it's got E. coli or or, or cholera for that matter, but it's, it's substandard. And that is why the water tankers are provided to the area and why the public health uh, warnings have been, have been provided. Um, so I must emphasize those warnings to say that whatever the results of the city, uh, people must still treat the tap water in the area as not suitable for cooking and drinking and follow the public health guidelines as to how to treat that water. Uh, the NMC for Utility Services, Timber Forsey, was also on the ground today to check up on these contractors and the water tankers to make sure that they do their work and that they don't exploit people uh, and that there is a proper availability of water uh, until there can be a longer-term solution to the problems at the Royval Wastewater Treatment Plant. Yeah, What do you think the longer-term solution is, considering that um, this is something that the city has been grappling with for over mm-hmm. five years now, at least in recent, in recent years that I remember of? Yeah, it's about 15 years. The first indication that the plant uh, needed upgrading was 2004, then there was a, uh, also prompting in 2008. The first dispute arose in 2011. The point is that the plant is hydraulically and organically overloaded. Uh, Its capacity has been outstripped, and so it is not doing its work. 
that is why the water that goes downstream towards the timber water purification plant is not of the quality required for, for the timber plant to do its work. Um, there will have to be extensive capital upgrades to the Royval wastewater treatment plant. Last week in my state of the city, I said that Royval is a stain on the conscience of various administrations in the city of Tswane. There's been a number of mistakes. People's patience have run out. As far as the city of Tswane is concerned, we have to admit that we do not have the capacity to solve this problem uh, by ourselves. The second phase of the upgrades at Royval is priced at 2.5 billion rand, which is the entirety of the city's capital budget. So we're going to have to partner. And last week I met with the Minister of Water uh, at an event in Cape Town. We had a discussion specifically about Royval, and we agreed that technical teams, as between the city and the department, would be meeting in the next two weeks. And no options are off the table. We really have to work together and do something different to what has been done in the past so that the people of Hamanskral and Temba can finally have the prospect of clean, drinkable water. So, so how much work has happened on, on Rayval, considering that Phase 1 already kicked off? Yeah, so about 60% of the work of Phase 1 was completed before the contractor uh, abandoned the project. You would know that it was quite prominent in the news, and there were also indications of tender irregularities before I was elected as the mayor of the city council, Uh, resolved on certain disciplinary steps against senior officials. That process is ongoing, but the point is 40% of phase one still needs to be completed. That tender process needs to be finalized. And if that is done, the critical phase number two is, is where the real collaboration is going to be needed. I have been also candid about the fact that Swanee supply chain management systems um, are a major problem. I've described them as a festering sore infecting the whole body of the city. If we're not honest and candid about that, we're not going to be fixing the problems that led us here in the first instance. And so I have been engaging with the city manager and officials about how we should be handling it. But the fact is, if we don't do things differently, we're not going to get out of this crisis. Yep. Um, there was that report from the South African Human Rights Commission with a couple of recommendations, and amongst them that um, that the that the departments that deal with water and sanitation uh, be placed under the national government. When you met with the minister, did you bring this up at all? And from your end, do you agree with the report that um, the council itself or the city itself doesn't have the necessary? Um, powers, not necessary powers, but rather, but necessary resources as well mm. as workmen to actually carry out some of these issues that need to be fixed urgently. My discussion with the minister was in broad terms, where I simply told him, "I'm newly elected in this position. Royval has been a problem for over two decades. Whatever disputes there are between the city and the Department of Water Affairs, let's use this opportunity of new leadership." to reset our relationship and devise a solution. That solution could be um, the transfer of the plant over to an entity of national government. That solution could be a public-private partnership. But what you have just said, that the city of Tswane does not have the resources to do what needs to be done by ourselves, I said to him, Minister, I'm humble enough to admit this. Let's put the things of the past aside and let's devise a solution um, that would that would benefit the people 
uh, in the community who quite frankly don't care whether it's national, provincial or local government. They simply want the plant to be fixed and they want the quality uh, of water that is everyone's constitutional right. Yeah. A final one, Mayor. Who do you think should take responsibility for the 15 lives that have been lost so far? I think we all have to take responsibility, not just for that, for containing the situation and finding out what exactly happened, but also preventing further uh, spread of the cholera and of, of any further deaths. And that's why the city of Tswane, MMCs for Health and Utility Services have been on the ground. I attempted to visit the Jubilee Hospital, but was unfortunately violently prevented from doing so by a group of people that were clearly politically motivated. But the point is that we're giving our full cooperation as to uh, what the consequences should be. Let's determine what the source of the outbreak is. Okay. Uh, and let's determine whether that outbreak was foreseeable in anybody's hands, whether it was anybody's job, and whether they were negligent in the process, uh, and then consequences must follow yep. from that Do you know of any consequences of municipal managers as per that SHRC report that the municipal managers must be held accountable, especially those who worked as municipal managers during the deterioration of the waste management um, systems in Tony? I would love to see accountability in that regard. Um, We've had uh, several city managers that have presided over the situation, and if it is as easy as as that report suggests, um, I would certainly put all political efforts behind that. But I must emphasize that the the first priority must be to actually fix the situation. Thank you so much for your time. Silas Brink is uh, the mayor of the city of Tuane. And if you look at that report from last year, this is from the South African Human Rights Council, it says that municipal managers who were in place during the deterioration of the water waste uh, treatment uh, plants in the city of Tuane and who allowed uh, pollution to continue through failure to deliver on the statutory and constitutional obligations in terms of the MSA and WSA and NWA be held accountable in terms uh, permissible by legislation, including through criminal prosecution.